Welcome to another episode of Abnormal Adventures with me, Carrie Taylor. So this week's episode, I am going to talk about hunting. Um, I mentioned a couple times that I am new to the hunting world, and I just wanted to put my um, kind of observations of it out there and talk a little bit about, um, I would say, the vibe of female hunters out there and the resources and um even the apparel it's all of those things um i just wanted to say a quick uh, little shout out so um we are now actually streaming on spotify and apple podcast and google podcast and now amazon music as well so you can listen on Amazon Music and on Audible as well. So um, that's a new adventure. I am also um, slowly getting into the TikTok world. Um, so if anyone has some tips and tricks of how to uh, negotiate the, uh, the TikTok world, I would greatly appreciate it because I, I don't know what I'm doing on there making uh, videos at all. So, um, hit me up if you, uh, do know what you're doing on podcast, on the, on, sorry, TikTok. And I would, uh, I would take any, any help I can get. Okay. So I just wanted to say that I am still a new hunter. Um, I took my hunting license in 2020. The thing is that COVID had everything closed down, so I did an online version of it, which um, was very different than I think that a lot of people um, get when they are um, doing their hunting course. So I was not able to do my PAL um, because you have to be in person for that, Um, which is okay because I hunt with a crossbow. So I have a Excalibur Grizz 2 and I love it. It's great. Um, so I don't know if anyone's listening, um, knows a good crossbow bag for an Excalibur with a scope, please let me know. I've been trying to kind of look for one and I'm having a hard time finding a, a bag that I like for the crossbow. Anyways, that's a side tangent. So I took the course online. So the way that worked was I'm in Ontario and I had to, um, what did I have to do? So I had to... It was weird. I had to take Saskatchewan's online course, pass that, then study all of Ontario's material myself, then send an email to the Ontario people. And what they did was um, I had to go through like Zoom and take a test um, with, I don't even know who he was, a man. And uh, he had to read me all of the questions and then I had to tell them the answers to these multiple choice questions. And that was a little interesting for me. I'm not the greatest at tests. Um, I find I have a little bit of like dys- dyslexia when I take tests that I uh, screw up what I'm reading quite often. But so that was a little little challenging. But the, the instructor was really great. And he actually did um, a great job kind of. <laughs> handling me asking him to repeat the questions 10 million times because I can't see the questions he's only reading the questions um so that uh was last year during COVID and then I 
went crazy and tried to buy a crazy amount of stuff for hunting and i already had my crossbow by that point i had it the year before i i got it for myself for a birthday present and um so i already had the crossbow but that was fine but i didn't have any of the hunting gear and um i did have a friend that was into hunting and they did give me some advice but they're a dude um it's very different for guys trying to find hunting gear and in my local area it was actually really hard to find decent and um like not ungodly priced gear so um if you're listening and again if you have other places that are, it's great gear gear for its actual value i just found that a lot of times it was really expensive and i didn't find the quality was very well so i had a hard time trying to find i went to a couple of local places um and bought just whatever i could um which i think was a really big a big mistake um i wish i would have done a lot more research i wish i would have had a lot more resources to um look at i did reach out to someone that his girlfriend is really into hunting and they told me a brand but i had a hard time finding it and finding it in my size i am not a um small female i have curves big curves and uh it was actually really really challenging for me to find pretty much anything um mo like i think i found one last pair of like bottoms but they barely fit they weren't really true woman sizes i would say and i had to find everything everything else i bought was in men's because there i couldn't find women's stuff um it was actually really challenging um so that was an interesting little curve for me and then i am a planner and so i want to know everything i want to know everything about everything that i'm going to do so um for me, it was all about making sure that in my hunting pack, I had absolutely everything I would need if I ended up with um, a deer. So, uh, sorry, I should say, I started last year um, right, before, right before deer season. So I had about a month that I got um, all of my stuff and started doing a lot of target practice again. Um, just to make sure because I and I hope every hunter um, always takes an ethical shot and so I practice a lot and practice a lot and I try to get familiar with more um, I'll say the low light situations because a lot of times you are hunting around sunrise and sunset well most of the time you are so I just wanted to make sure that I understood what that lighting looked like because say shooting in the middle of the day in broad daylight when it's sunny is a very different time than as the sun is rising or as the sun is setting so i was getting ready for deer season and i needed to buy everything like everything and um my poor friend got an earful from me i feel like every day asking new and new and new and new and new and new questions um because like i said i want to know everything um and because my family never hunted um just this one friend uh was the one that kind of introduced me to that world and um so for me i didn't know any of those ins and outs like the hunting course didn't 
give me all of the information that I needed, I found. Like, it was pretty general. And so for me, like, I needed to know, like, I needed to learn how um, the simple things, like dropping bait, getting proper, like, thermals and everything because even though it might be warm when you first start sitting there, it gets cold really quickly as the sun starts to set. So it took me a bit and a lot of questions um, just to try to even be comfortable going out. And I didn't even know if um, if I would want to go and sit. And ev- so, okay, sorry, guys. So last year I missed the um, draw for antlerless tag. So in most um, areas, you can automatically get an antler tag, but you have to enter a draw for antler list tag. So I missed the antler list tag, which to me was okay because um, in the area that I hunt, um, there are less bucks. And I didn't even know if I was going to take a shot if I was able to, if that makes sense. And so I um, was kind of okay with the, the antlered tag because that meant I got more time in a tree stand, getting familiar with um, all the hunting stuff, to be honest. So um, I was learning how to lay bait, what type of bait, what areas, trail cameras, um, locations for tree stands. Um, all sorts of things like that. And um, so, like I said, I, I'm the person that needs to know everything. So I asked every single question I could. And um, I, I don't even think, I, I did not see a deer at all my first sit, maybe not even my second sit. Um, but it was still learning curves um, because when you go deer hunting there's a lot of elements that are in 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 play kind of it's not just oh there's a deer there um they have to be within range um they have to be the right um type of deer like i said antlerless or or antlered and um there are kind of rules around that and um my first sit out was pouring rain which was an interesting night um very cold but um I very much enjoyed it because just sitting in nature felt great. Like it's a very grounding experience. And so after I've learned what I thought was everything, um, I sat in the tree stand. My friend had already gotten his deer first, <laughs> first sit of the season um, because he had an antler list egg. So he was done and it was just me most of the time sitting out in that field and um, I sat in the one area that we had put the tree stand up in and I kept having a feeling that I needed to move it into a different area. So we moved it a little while into the season. I want to say a couple weeks into the season. And it, and it worked out really well um, for the fact that I got to see a lot of does. So a lot of antlerless um, deers. I got to see one night, I think 25 deer just standing in front of me. Um, I did not have any luck with, um, my tag last year, which is okay. I had a lot of experience. I sat out there for so many days 
and um like i said i got to see a lot of things i got to see some coyotes i got to see some turkeys and um it was really great experience uh i've hiked through thigh high snow for uh getting out to my tree stand because we got a lot of snow last year i hunted until the absolute last day um to anyone that is not a hunter and is still listening to this um thank you for still listening to this even though you're not a hunter um but this will be my one little thing that i'll say to you guys is if you want to go out into the forest please make sure you're not going onto private property um there has been i don't know three four times that people have walked onto the private property where we hunt and have ruined hunts and i'm not saying that anything would happen to the humans but there we can all probably look up incidents that something has happened because of things like that so just just really be careful um to know that you're you're on public land or private land um before you go wandering into fields and into forests but um i had some really good times i met some really good people through it um i decided to try to do um turkey hunting this spring and um that was a pretty i can't even say fun it was an interesting experience so learning how to call for turkey and try and get them in range was interesting because they're very different than deer um deer are they're intelligent little creatures they're not little um but like deer will hear you um they will smell you well obviously if you move obviously they will see you as well and turkey are just moving so you can be i won't say noisy but you can make noise but you can't move or they're gonna see you but so i did turkey hunting again no success so we are now into september 2021 and this will be my second deer season so this year i did apply for the antlerless um deer tag for my area and i was successful so i do have a doe tag technically um, the doe tag means that you can still shoot a buck or a doe um, most of the time and where i hunt it's if you have a doe tag you get a doe there are abundance of them and um, so this year feels very different than last year for the sense of last year kind of felt unattainable in the area that i hunted um, I did, I did see one buck last year, um, but, uh, he stalked me a little bit. He always stayed out of range. I really saw him a couple of times. I kept hearing him, but, uh, he was smart enough not to come anywhere near me, but, uh, this year will be different. This year is very, very, very plausible, um, that I will have a deer early on. Um, and I know anyone that knows me, like I, I am an animal lover. And I know that a lot of people think that hunters are not, um, but it's honestly the opposite that I appreciate these, these, uh, animals and, um, like they will feed a family, one of them for a year. Like that's a big thing. And we are, we keep the population in check. Like we can only, there's only a certain amount of tags that can go out in each region. Like it's controlled in the sense that, um, they know average how many 
um, does and bucks and everything in each area. And so they don't give out more tags than the area can sustain. And we do need the population of any animal to stay in check or it gets out of whack. And we have more incidences. Like if deer all of a sudden get out of population, you're going to have more car accidents because deers are everywhere. Um, so it's just anyways. But so this year, it feels very different. So I went to go drop some feed this past weekend. So um, our field has been interesting this year. So right at the end of turkey season, it got torn up. And um, the farmer was not able to farm on it this year. So it just stayed ripped up. And like I said, I have a new car. So I drove in to uh, drop the beet and uh, got partway in and realized that it was severely overgrown, one, and two, that it's so uneven. It was so, it, it was a, a very, very, very bumpy ride. I should have had an all-terrain vehicle for this, but um, I got out there and I dropped um, bait at our stands and um, I found a local person that was, uh, any they have apple trees at their house and um any of the apples that had fallen on the ground you're more than welcome to pick up as much as you wanted so i picked up a pretty big um plastic tote wise of apples and dropped a whole bunch of bait down and one of my hunting buddies they went the next day to do something else on the site and could not see any apples so that's a good sign that means that uh, we have deer in the area no, none of you probably, some of you might care about this, but anyways, I'm excited about this. It's, it's something that I've learned to appreciate, like getting to see, um, animal prints in the area and seeing say buck rubs, um, marking their territory. But, um, that's a side note. So I might update you guys later on, uh, hunting season does not start until October 1st. So um, it's still about a week and a bit until we can get out there, but I am excited. So I was talking about trying to f like how, how fast I bought apparel for it. And last year there was a many a times that they weren't adequate. Um, like I said, so, um, I did find female pants. They weren't great. Um, I ended up having to wear about three layers underneath them, which to me, it's like, if you're selling something that's meant to keep people warm, it should keep them warm. And I'm not normally an easily cold person. So it's not like I'm just that girl that always gets cold. But uh, so I do wear like about three layers sometimes underneath. Um, same with um, in my boots. I would wear about two pairs of socks. And I would have like the hot pockets. But in my boots. Um, and same with the top. Um, this was my kind of arch enemy. Like I say, I'm not a cold girl. So hiking out to the stand, I would normally get hot, which like I said, for deer, you can't smell. So you can't smell like anything human. So normally you're showering with fragrance free hunting, body wash, shampoo. Um, you have specific laundry detergent you have to use and you normally spray down with a scent killer, um, before you walk out to the stand. And so for me, I'd, you're wearing so many layers by the time you get there and you're hauling stuff. I normally had a backpack. I had the crossbow and all of the, warm gear to wear while you sit there for about four hours in a tree and you're not moving. So, um, I used to get really warm walking into the stand. And so it was really hard cause you're like, okay, well I can't get sweaty or my scent is everywhere and you don't want to get sweaty also because then you, um, 
are a greater risk for I wouldn't probably say I would get hypothermia, but you can get hypothermia a lot easier um, when you uh, obviously sweat because then you are damp and it's normally at your core body. And one of the things I don't have any female hunter or fisher women friends, um, which is hard because um, I had a lot of female questions about hunting and I know that guys don't get it, but Girl, hunters, if you are listening, I think you will understand this, that, like, if you are a girl that have not tiny boobs, like, if your bra gets sweaty, like, you, it's damp for hours, and it's going to make you really cold, and so I had questions, and my guy friend couldn't answer them, because obviously, he doesn't wear a bra, and so it was really hard to find any information like I'm the type that I'll try to research but could I find proper research about it like not really not in enough detail that actually gave me answers for it which then made me start to try to find females in this world and I still haven't really made any I'll say friends per se yet but um I started looking into like the social media world to find other um, female hunters to try to ask some questions when I can and um, see kind of what they do because most female hunters will post. Um, so it did take me a little bit to try to find who, I don't, and I don't even know where they live. I'm assuming some of them live in Ontario, but without being close enough with these females, you, I have no clue. I have no clue where they are or anything. So it was interesting. There's There was... Um, a couple girls that I found on Instagram that I have reached out and asked a couple questions of them to ask them like, Oh, what do you do for this for turkey hunting? Oh, what kind of bait do you use for this? Um, but it is, it's kind of interesting. So I kind of went down a rabbit hole last year, looking into a lot of hunting stuff, watched a lot of hunting shows, listened to hunting podcasts. Um, like I said, tried to find all of these female hunters that seem empowering and I'm not saying that like any of the girls that I did find were this way, but I just thought it was really interesting that like there's multiple TV and internet shows and YouTube and stuff like that that have female hunters or male hunters. The thing is, is that I thought was interesting that there was a lot of guys could just be out there doing their thing, right? Hunting, fishing, whatever. But I always felt like it felt like they were sexualizing the females like, it's always like, oh, show the girl in her bikini shooting the bow. Well, why do we have to show the girl in her bikini shooting the bow? Like, I didn't understand that, that, like, why do the girls have to be sexualized for someone to think that they are a good hunter or fisher? Like, person, fisher, woman, you know what I mean. I didn't understand why that the, was the way it was, and I, I didn't get it. I still, I still don't get it. And I... I'm not saying any female hunters that are listening that you can't shoot your bow and take pictures in, um, in a bikini. I'm not saying that. I just felt like the industry, like wild TV, and sometimes they always sexualize the females compared to they didn't with the guys. And um, all the girls that I know and follow for hunting, like they are badass bitches. Like they are amazing at what they do and they put up with a lot of stink because there are a lot of assholes out there that sit there and say things like oh just let the men go out there and hunt 
or um wouldn't it be better if the if if a dude brought you the meat instead of you doing it like there's this one girl i won't um say her socials but i i feel heartbroken for her that she's a very strong female and she would go out hunting she's been hunting a long time and she's had people threaten her and send her horrible um, messages on social media saying like they hope that their her firstborn child dies like all sorts of crazy things like that and I just can't believe it because I bet there are trolls that hit the men too but I feel like it's not as frequent and um I I don't I don't know same with I've heard from a lot of them that they just get like constant people sending the messages being like oh you should date me like I'll make sure that I'll be the true hunter for your stupid 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 stuff I just thought it was really interesting um, kind of seeing that side of it. And um, I'm part of a couple um, like social media groups for fishing and hunting. And even on there, I feel like the girls kind of get harassed on there when they post a picture with whatever. So say if they're fishing and they post a picture holding their fish, like they, people instantly like almost sexually harass them. Well, it's actually a sexual harass. They actually sexually harass them um about their fishing and about them and how all I just can't believe it so anyways I'm on a weird rant so um I've been trying to find some companies in Canada at least that sell women shaped um or I don't want to say shape but like women design clothes not a not a man that has like said it's for a girl i am talking about a woman's clothing line like made made by women in a sense because i find there's a lot of the times that they don't there's certain companies they'll say it's a woman's line but you can tell it's not for a woman so women if you're listening you understand this like, like there are some companies that say that this is for a woman but it's obviously not there's no shape to it. And I'm like, sorry, every female has a bit of shape. It doesn't make sense. Um, so I just find I, it's really hard for me to find stuff. Like I said, I am a curvy girl and, um, I always joked when I saw myself on the trail cam last year that I was like, Oh, look at all the guys I hunt with. And they look great in these photos. Cause they're kind of funny photos, but whatever they look good. But every single time I saw me, I'm like, I look like the Michelin man because there is absolutely no shape to any of these clothes and they never fit me properly. So this year I was able to find, I'm not even going to say that they fit me properly, but they fit me better. Um, another pair of pants um, that are at least are bibs. So they go up over my shoulders. But the thing is, is that they still don't fit properly. So they kind of fit my hips, but then they're ginormous on my legs. So it makes for interesting times. Sometimes you want to feel good when you're doing stuff and wearing baggy ass clothes doesn't make you feel that way. But so there have been some companies that I've kind of found a little bit about, but they're not in Canada. I could order them online, but it's actually really hard to f like to pick a proper size to make sure it fits you. And if I'm paying like $300 for a jacket, I want to make sure that it, it actually fits me. Um, so it's been an interesting little journey there. So again, if anyone's listening and, uh, you 
know of some really good hunting clothes for females, please let me know because I would still eat, like in a second replace my stuff um, through my uh, hunting last year and through this year to find new clothes. I have found like the, the I don't even know what to call them. I found really good mitts that I like. I found good hats that I like. It is just honestly the outerwear now. I found some good um, like long johns and stuff like that. But um, it took me a while, even at that, and buying a lot of stuff that didn't work. Like um, the guys that I know that hunt, they always had really good like long johns. And every single time I researched trying to find some, and I would order them, and they come in and they'd be see-through. And I'm like, this this is thinner than like anything that I wear. How is this supposed to keep me warm? Anyways, <clears throat> I just wanted to give a good shout out to a couple, I'll say Canadian businesses that I know of. Um, that kind of support um, female hunters or that kind of world. Um, they are, um, some of them do carry some camo and stuff like that, but um, some of them are just like apparel. Um, so um, for me, um, I found a company that I really liked following um, and they are uh, Canadian Huntress. So I actually saw it first through Canadian Hunter, um, but then I saw they had a female one and I was really excited about it because um, I, uh, I always really liked their shirts. So they, like I said, they do have some um, actual hunting gear but they have a lot of shirts that are like Canadian Huntress and things like that I just really like them because they do um really here I'll read the little thing so Canadian Huntress is a woman's lifestyle brand built on our beliefs in confidence heritage and um conversation we are a community where women can share their hunting and outdoor adventures with confidence and without judgment, allowing them to pass down their knowledge to the next generation, building up the courage of the upcoming youth venturing into the hunting society. We at Canadian Huntress pride ourselves in being part of the evolution of women in hunting in the outdoor community, once the stigma of being a male-only community in society. We are advocates for a positive voice for hunting, fishing, trapping, and uh, the outdoors as a whole for women throughout Canada. Canadian Huntress as a brand is not just a status quo portrayal of the female hunting community commonly depicted on TV and current media outlets. We at Canadian Huntress are, are here to assist in the evolution of the women's outdoor society while encouraging others to join in part. Canadian Huntress is not a brand of one, but rather a brand of supporting all Canadian women with the desire to learn and become the outdoors woman they aspire to be. And the founder is, I'm sorry if I say your name wrong. I don't think you're listening. But if you are, I'm so sorry. Um, Donna or Dana Murray. Um, I really enjoyed my communications with them. And I do have some of their merch. And I love it. It's really great quality. Um, so you can find them on, on probably all of the socials. I have them on Facebook and on Instagram. And it's just Canadian Huntress. Um, follow them. They are great women on there. Um, if you want to go to their website, it's just Canadian 
um, dash huntress.ca. I'll link this below. Go check out their merch. It's really great stuff. And you can join their team and you can become like an ambassador. Um, all sorts of stuff. They're really great. They've answered quite a few of my questions when I've kind of <laughs> reached out to them. Um, the other one that I don't know as much about um, is called Just Hunt. Um, and what that one is, is uh, I'm going to butcher her name as well. And, and I feel bad for anyone who's listening. Her name is Amanda Lynn Mayhew, I believe it's pronounced. And she does have her own, um, I'll say uh, just company because she does so many different things. So Just Hunt is her company and she's got gear. She's got her own TV show. Like I said, it looks like it's on, um, Canada Sportsman's channel. And, uh, so um, she does all sorts of stuff. Same thing. Um, their little blurb is just hunt breeds empowerment and positive inspiration. Um, the business is just hunt Inc. The, the work is educational, empowering others while trailblazing the outdoors. Um, so she um, does work with like everybody. So I have seen her post with a lot of her um, ambassadors and they are every single type of person. Um, she is local to Ontario. I don't know about Canadian Huntress, but I know they are obviously in Canada. But so uh, the Just Hunt website um, is, is honestly justhunt.ca and they've got all sorts of gear. I know that they have a lot of camo stuff. Um, I don't know into what depth if they have full jackets and everything like that, but they do have like camo sweaters and everything like that but again like very female focus and really want female to females to um actually be out there more and be comfortable out there um which is another great thing um one of the other ones she doesn't have per se um hunting um paraphernalia in a sense or maybe that's not the right word but uh she is someone that is heavily involved in hunting. Um, her name is D. I don't know her last name. I follow on her on Instagram though, but she um, does all sorts of kind of fun um, shirts and stuff like that. So she'll do ones that like say shut up and fish. Um, she's also really good. So any kind of silk screening, I might be saying that wrong, but any kind of silk screening, and stuff like that but if you check out her i'm gonna link her actual um instagram on there because she does some pretty badass stuff um she's heavily involved in a lot of the um local hunting in ontario and fishing and she seems like a really um inspiring girl to kind of see what um kind of kind of cool things anyways um so there's that but so i would just say check those companies out if you're interested um i feel like this episode i kind of lost track of things but anyways pretty much the thing is is that i'm just saying that like i do enjoy hunting and i'm so excited for the season to start i just wish that there was a little bit more equality in representation of female hunters um without sexualizing them and um I would really like to see more Canadian brands make female, like actual female hunting clothes that fit properly for all female sizes. Because that's the thing. Yeah, if you're 
very, very little girl, it's really easy to find stuff to fit. But there are a lot of female hunters that I follow that they're not little toothpicks. They're, they're women that have curves, that have bumps and all of the above. So, um, yeah. So again, if anyone's listening and you have some hunting advice for females, please, 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 please reach out to me because I am the type that I will suck up any information that you can possibly give me and I would greatly appreciate it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to end this here because I really feel like I'm just going to talk in circles about sexism in hunting, but, um, follow me. Uh, my personal one is where I post, um, my hunting stuff. Uh, I don't post all of the time hunting stuff. I kind of post it life, but anyways, um, if you want to see my fall hunting journey, you can hit me up at, um, at, uh, Carrie, K-A-R-I, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, and, uh, Carrie Taylor 14, sorry. Um, I will link that below. Um, like I said, that's my personal one. Um, if you want to see my journey of hunting, um, in my life, but that's fine. So yeah, again, um, I really hope you guys are enjoying abnormal adventures. Um, next week I will have a pretty fun guest on talking about some cool stuff and, um, yeah, life's going good. I hope life's going well for all of you guys. And, um, um, I would really love to hear from you. I feel so lonely because no one wants to talk to me, but that's fine. But anyway, so make sure to like, follow, subscribe, rate five stars, um, listen on all of the things. Uh, we are on Instagram at Abnormal Adventures Podcast. We've got the website, www.abnormaladventures.ca. We've got TikTok at Abnormal Adventures Pod. Don't judge me again because I suck at TikTok. But again, if you're listening and you know how to make TikToks good, please, 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 please help me because I'm struggling. But um, I hope you guys all have a great Wednesday and um, I'll talk to you guys next week. And uh, wish me luck for the upcoming uh, hunting season. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, bye.